Running Wild with Christine, Sex, Success, and Other Slippery Rabbit Holes. Episode 1, Talking 100 and Episode 1. Hi, welcome to Running Wild with Christine. Evidently, I'm Christine Wild, author of newly released memoir called Just Bad Timing, in which I recount my thoughts on postmodernism, my raucous trysts, and take you around the world in an often hilarious personal quest for meaning. The book is an exploration of intimacy and modern relationships in the age of Tinder, the gig economy, and social media-induced FOMO, which poses lots of timely questions like, what do real love and success entail, and how do we navigate the expectations we set for ourselves while carrying the weight of expectations others set for us? Why is it so damn difficult for women to embrace their sexuality and speak proudly about it? So... That's what we are also here for today. This podcast will be a safe place to ask all the questions you might be afraid to ask or never knew who to speak to or why or how. Um, And therefore, today I am here with Amy. Hi. Amy is a recurring character in Just Bad Timing and my all-time emergency contact. (laughs) Um, So um, today we decided to talk about numbers. Of sexual partners, that is. Um, what a great topic, right? <laughs> Amazing. Never awkward. <laughs> um, and in the spirit of being fully honest and making you uncomfortable on a regular basis, I'm going to tell you all of my secrets. So, when was it? Sunday? Uh, I guess so. Sunday, I reached the infamous number 100 of penises <laughs> I've scene come into my vagina (laughs) and what did I do I called Amy yeah so you're not taking um you're just speaking about penises right yes this does not count the number of vaginas that I've played with great Um, we'll get to that in another episode I guess that is a hundred different penises yep 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 hundred dicks small large straight winding <laughs> circumcised or not like what black white asian yeah <laughs> yeah pretty much i don't know how many asians i've seen actually <laughs> think about it it's <laughs> a social study um so the reason why we wanted to bring up sexual partners today is because it's a freaking taboo topic yeah especially for women and for women and especially between friends as well uh, even if you're good friends you don't really talk about it and you don't really want to say about it because you're just um afraid or embarrassed of mm, ah is it is it too high is it too low is it what I, what what am i going to do what am i supposed to say what am i supposed to be it's always like a tricky question it really is and i think like the the friends is like one level and then people you're sleeping with is another level and then like in general just public publicly discussing it is just almost impossible like guys will always pretend like their number is really high or maybe it really is and they're not pretending but regardless they're like yeah fucked a lot of girls do you remember do you remember that movie i don't remember the name but when we were teenager you know there was that um, scene at a pool bar um, um, mm. where um, I don't remember but the girl is asking the guy like how many women did you sleep with and he said oh 12 and then the woman said okay so you basically have to divide that number by three yeah and then the girl the, the boy asked the question back so she replied and then the guy says okay so you basically have to multiply that number by three 
Yeah, but also like that's just the social construction that you have to lie about it. Like the mm-hmm. truth is unacceptable. Mm-hmm. But you know, even if you lie, there's like some sort of assumption that it's more for guys, uh, less for guys, and more for girls. And the assumption behind that is uh, obviously I'm talking about straight people who confine to women and men True. gender roles. Uh, because I am a woman who identifies as a woman, um, but and I tend to sleep mostly with men lately, or actually not lately, but in general in my lifespan. And so the assumption is that it's easier for women to sleep with people. Like if we choose to sleep with someone, boom, we can. Yeah. Whereas that guys have to sort of like be in the right place at the right time for a woman to grant them that sort of permission and there that holy about, grail. Yeah. And there is something about the hunt, hunting. Yeah. It's very important for men. Men need to... Men. I mean... People, straight men. Yeah, yeah, straight men that refer to men. Um, there are the things of, of hunting. It's very important, I, I guess. I don't know whether it's part of social thing or history or... Or, yeah, what it is, where it comes from. Yeah. And, like, we're not allowed to hunt. No. Like, we're supposed to be the prey. Yeah. And that's just so fucked up because I, if I look at my life, I've been the hunter way more than I've been the prey. <laughs> and I mean, you present but, yourself as the prey most of the time. I don't. Like, you're a little cute little thing. True, so. but it's not, I mean, it's just, I guess we just have two different ways of doing things because even if I'm presenting myself as the prey, I usually do hunt. Yeah. But... Um, but you play with that sort of social construct that you're like, exactly. oh, come and get me. I'm a poor little thing. Yeah, but I know exactly what I want and what yeah. men I'm, um, I'm targeting. targeting. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, this is, I mean, you'll be my prey and I'm yeah. the hunter, but yeah. I will make you think that, that this you is your are, idea. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas I'm more like, so what you doing? <laughs> yeah. But I mean, regardless of which way you go about it, like I, I, I was telling you, so the 100 story, it's um, this guy that I hooked up with on Tinder, um, which I tend to do lately. I've been single for two years now and traveling, so I don't pretend like I want a relationship or like I'm in a place where that's something that could even work for me because I travel all the time. But um, what I... You know, I met, so basically we matched a few weeks ago and then we got busy and I was traveling and I got back and he was like, hey, have you been, da da da. And for a weekend we like sexted pretty intensely. And it's one of those few actually times that I just like showed up at a Tinder guy's house and was just like, fuck me now. Like there was, I mean, we did have dinner after we had the first round of sex, but oh. like. <laughs> I'm always really amazed of, of how, she, how she does it. It seems, it seems so simple and so easy. But it's not. It took like two days of like building some kind of two trust. Two days. Yeah, but I mean, like, if someone is like responsive and you like, I ha- we had a friend in common on Tinder, so it wasn't like a complete stranger that you know I didn't know where or what. Like, he was sending me pictures of himself and not just his dick. Like, you know, there was some kind of rapport. I mean, it could have been a complete like horrible situation where I got there and he kissed me and he was fucking awkward and I sat there having a glass True. of water and then pretended to get out. Like, True. of course, that's a a, a possibility. But why I'm telling you the story is because, so we have this, we have sex and we like hang out naked and then he makes dinner and then we have sex again 
Thank God for those guys who like do round two for dessert. <laughs> After being in a relationship for three years and the guy was like, I'm full, I don't want to have sex. I'm like, anyone who wants to have sex with me right after they've eaten, I'm like, holy crap. Um, <laughs> but he's like sitting there, uh, we're laying there in bed and he's like, oh, it's so funny being, you know, in your late 20s and all your friends are getting married and having babies and or whatever. And he's like, I'm the last one who's single. And so I tell my friends these Tinder stories. Um, and he goes, and funnily, I sat down today and for the first time in my life wrote down my list. And I'm like, what the fuck are the odds that like the guy that I know is going to be 100 tells me about like lists and, and counting the people he slept with or at least remembering like their name or something about them. Um, obviously I didn't tell him he was 100 because when I asked him about his list, he was like, oh, I'm slightly disappointed with mine. So I was like, I didn't know what that meant. And I just yeah. was like... And and I actually said the words, I don't talk about the shit anymore with guys, so I don't have to, like, soothe their ego anymore. Yeah. Which is a bit of a lie, because I do talk about it. I just uh-huh. try not to talk about it with people I sleep with, because... And I've told you this before, but every time I say shit like that, there is that male ego saying, oh, but she must have seen a fucking huge dick, so obviously I'm going to feel inadequate with my normal-sized dick. There is this running joke about I don't know whether you know it or not about a door and the key mm-hmm. so a man needs I mean okay that's really stereotyping things but usually a man needs to be the one key that opened the door and if so many keys open the door then the door is useless yeah. <laughs> so it's a bit of yeah, he needs to be proud of being the key. Yeah. And you need to make him feel like... He's the key. For your door. Yeah. <laughs> so Which he, is bullshit because we're like... super bullshit. Like naturally made to like because, have lots of keys into Yeah, us. and his keys is, is basically opening many doors as well. <laughs> so why just one? But at that special time and in that special moment, you need to make... Both of you think that this key belongs to this door. That's it. And this is the weirdest thing because like lately I've been talking a lot with people who, you know, don't abide by the monogamous sort of um, uh, heteronormative rules of society that we're, you know, sort of um, educated in. At least I have been. And so they're like, oh, I, I spoke with a guy who was in three committed non-monogamous relationships. And I was sort of like, how the fuck do you like work with that kind of emotional labor? That's yeah. like a lot of work. I can't even be in a monogamous relationship <laughs> with myself. <laughs> but, um, but what I'm saying is the, the, at least in those scenarios, you don't have to pretend like sexually there is some kind of, I mean, and this is not for everybody. Some people yeah, really sure. need to feel special to have a connection or, or, or sexual bond or feel free enough um, to let sort of their sexual fantasies run wild, uh, no pun intended. But um, but I just, I don't understand the, the whole like, oh, like, why is there so much pretend? But did you did you feel that with your partners? Because, I mean, they pretty think, seem to be really open-minded people. The people I sleep with? Yeah. And this is why I'm surprised that I didn't tell 100 that he was 100. Because he was, like, the kind of guy who was like, you should get some sex toys and let's play with them. And I want to be your master and whatever. Which, you know, yay, score. Um, but but I, I lied to him about 100. Or I didn't lie. I just admitted... Telling him about 100. Do, so you, I, do you know why? 
I were you th- were you just afraid to disappoint him or no not even it's just I've seen the look change in people's eyes so yeah. many times that I was just like I want to stay like this mysterious little thing that he's looking at that he wants to figure out for yeah. a little longer that's one part and the second part was like Dude, you get tired on Tinder of, like, having disappointment after disappointment just in terms of, like, them being nice people or, like, people that you get along with or have something to say to. And so I sort of guess I, if, if he was to disappoint me, I wanted to hold on to the idea that maybe he wouldn't be the judgy one or yeah. that he would take it well, but I didn't know, so I didn't open that door. <laughs> I'm talking about door. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> oh. But um, but I don't know why. It's just such a weird fucking thing because I should be loud and proud. And, like, we were in London with Amy um, two weeks ago or three weeks ago for the launch of Just Bad Timing. And we were, like, having such a good time being exactly who we wanted to be. And no one knew us. So we didn't have any sort of, like, what if someone yeah. hears or, you know. What if someone judged? What if, I mean, no one knew. I mean, no one knew. And us. no one judged us because we were in that kind of safe environment where, you know, we were talking about my sex memoir and generally, like, permissive society, sex positive people, like, what, 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 whatever label you want to put on it because we'll talk about labels in another episode. <laughs> but... It was just so nice and refreshing yeah. <laughs> to do whatever the fuck you want and yeah. say whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. And I find it really funny because the first question people would ask you about, I mean, talking about relationship is in what kind of relationship you are. But with that question, they meant, are you in a straight or are you in a monogamous or are you in a polyamorous um, relationship? And I was like, ooh. There's no assumption. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, I mean, you're a girl. You're supposed to be with a man. Uh, yeah. No, like... Yeah, you didn't have to, like, if you weren't abiding by the monogamous heterosexual yeah. norm, you wouldn't have to sort of come out in, like, an introductory way, because you would say, oh, yeah, I'm in a relationship, and they'd be like, what kind? Yeah, but that really, that really surprised me. It was like, ooh, interesting, super free. Yeah. Right. And there was, and when, conversely, in the same stream, I'm single, and they would be like, there would be no why are you single, yeah. which happens, you know, in your late 20s and in, in every other sort of... Yeah circumstance of just like wait a minute tick tock god Ugh. but um but anyway so yes numbers um so i talk about it in the book like in serbian there's um uh, i'm serbian originally and the word second also means other so when you tell someone you're the second one uh, it also means you're the other one And so there's this like, you know, vague thing. And a friend of mine was saying that's the line she always used, which is clearly bogus. So it's kind of like a non-answer so that they won't ask you the real like number. But it's such a strange thing because like, yeah, I I have that conversation with dudes and they're like, wow, you're like way out there or like, oh, that's not much. And when you boil it down, like I've been sexually active for what, 13 years, 14 years, Yeah, nine of which I've been single. So if you even out a hundred on nine years, that's less than one a month. Like, I mean, that's not even that much when you're single and you don't attach it your feelings to the sexual just act. depends for who, I guess. I mean, really, objectively yeah. speaking, you're right. You're damn right. But if you say if you say that to someone, I don't know, like depending on the education, I guess, or religion, background. or culture background, or I mean, he or she will just look at you like, whoa. Yeah, and they do. Yeah, and it's just, I don't know. 
And it's funny because when people are I mean, asking um, to me about you, about your books and things, and I mean, that question comes a lot as well. Like, it does. Oh, um, but how many, how many people did she sleep with? And I'm like, well, first, none of your business. <laughs> but um, two, read her book. Three, um, a lot. I mean, a lot. I don't know. What is a lot? Yeah. And... And then I tend to justify, you know, like try to be polite for you. I was like, it's so yeah, like she had a huge number, but you know, like she she stayed friends with uh, with all her partners, so she lives her sexuality in a very good way. I'm in super proud of, of her, <laughs> and I have to justify because then you know people would just, I mean, think that Christine is quoting a slut yeah. and because I'm her friend is like oh so you agree with that yeah so lifestyle. you agree with that I mean <laughs> so are you that number? person as well it's like what is that person like come on no it fucking sucks and do you know like I, it's funny how contagious it is like you're saying yeah. you're defending me in front of people that we neither of us give a fuck what I they know think. but I have to I mean it's it's not that I have to, but it's just protecting you and protecting our friendship and protecting everything. Yeah. Why? And why is one good question, but also um, it's such a strange thing. Like yesterday, I was having fr- I was having drinks with uh, my best guy friend, and um, obviously he knows everything about my life just as much as you do, and um, and he was like, "Yay, one hundred high fiving me!" Like you know, he's like, and he's probably not there. I mean, I don't. Yeah. I didn't ask him because that's I'm, I'm like if he wanted to tell me he would have told me like not everyone needs to be as public as I am like I'm not yeah. expecting everyone to want to share their stories as much as I do like that's obviously not like it's not made for everyone so yeah. you're you're I want you to do whatever you feel comfortable with or whatever you want to do but at the same time he does the same thing so he was telling his friends about my book and he was like well you know like um you've seen how they reacted that time where you did that inappropriate thing with that inappropriate guy at the party that we were at. And so, and he's like, I love you and respect you for who you are, but I have to monitor what I say yeah. about you in front of them. Cause then they'll go on like, she's such a slut, blah, blah, blah. Uh, yeah. And I'm like, these are people I'm friends with. And I know that they think that about me. I mean, friends quote unquote, but like, how are you supposed to maneuver all of that shit when you become like the public sort of uh, private life person that I am? Like it's so, it's such a weird um, tension to deal with. Yeah. And, and I, I just, you know, it's, it's funny how this is like, it, it, it's awkward to talk about because we don't have the language because we have to like quote slut and quote yeah. all these things because the words are not meant to be used like we want to use them. And, um, and, it's just, yeah, I, I can't imagine sitting down with some of his guy friends who are like, you know, typical straight guys who like sports and watch soccer <laughs> and whatever, and be like, so, have you ever investigated your G-spot? Like, <laughs> I could never ask them that. And so, like, I don't understand how, you know, if I choose to divulge, like, certain stories, or this is where I was getting at with this, he was like, oh, I can't wait to read the chapter about such and such, one of his friends that I slept with. Uh-huh. And I was like, he's not in the book. And he's like, what do you mean he's not in the book? I'm like, well, if every guy I slept with, it would be a fucking encyclopedia. Like, <laughs> it would take you six years to read it. Like, 
He's like, oh, I'm like such a shame. I'm like, first of all, that's really voyeuristic of him to want to like have me recount my having sex with his friend. And second of all, like, just not everyone is story worthy, and that's okay. Like, yeah. why does you know every story have to have this big importance in your life? Or, or, um, yeah. So yesterday. I've been, like, stalking my stats for my book and all of that shit online. And I see this, like, three-star review from a friend of mine. And so I'm like, of course, like, I want you to be honest and give the review that you think the book deserves. But I still wanted to know what he thought because he read the book. Three stars and five? Three out of five, yeah. And so um, I texted him. I was like, so, like, what did you think? Not obviously telling him, hey, I saw that you put three stars. Like, that wasn't the intention. I just wanted his feedback. And... um, and he was like, well, I felt like your lovers were very um, anonymous. Like, they didn't have a personality or I didn't know anything about them. Really? Yeah, he said that. Like, that was one of the comments. And I was just in my head. I was like, um, yeah, maybe it's my subconscious vengeance on pop culture and all the fucking women with no character and no personality. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, oh, it's okay for a dude on TV to fuck a lot of girls that all look the same and have no names. But I can't write a book about all the dudes I fucked, which are like legitimately interchangeable some of them i'm not saying all my lovers were meaningless but i mean out of 100 (laughs) and it's your story it's not it's not their story it's it's your story exactly it's It's about your is it's about it's about your reflection your thinking your philosophy your your way of doing things it was such a dude projection he was like so you mean because i'd slept with him too and he was like so you mean i have no meaning like i don't you know i mean he didn't say that but i sort of was like oh my god that's probably what he thinks like i'm just one of another body count and i'm like well yeah (laughs) But I like why can't I say that? Like dudes would totally say that. True. Don't you think? True. Like they don't they don't have to appear like they're not assholes. And yeah. we're like, he's an asshole, but I like him. <sighs> Whereas like women were like, oh, she's such a bitch. <laughs> Never talk to her again. <laughs> like, you know? <laughs> oh god, but I think it's related to, to the to the hunting thing again. Like then I mean some people need to feel special. I mean, everyone maybe in a way wants to, to feel, feel special. special. Yeah. But I don't get it. I mean, we've been, we've been, I mean, it's true. It's really true. Like all the women that don't appear, they don't even know, we don't even know who they are and what they feel in anything. But a man needs to have his own personality in some way. Oh, you're not describing him. Ugh. Yeah, there was nothing about like he's like, oh, I feel like they had importance. Like some of them, I don't know their names. Like I'm just, I'm like, you look hot. Like my best friend, the guy from yesterday, he was like, oh yeah, like that guy you slept with because his shirt matched your skirt. And I was like, well, man, I was like hunting, and he was hot, and I was on vacation. Who gives a fuck? And he's like, have you ever spoke to him again? I was like, I don't know his name. (laughs) Like what? No, I don't care. Uh, and it's just it's just such a weird um, dynamic in our society today where, you know, sex is at the forefront of the news in whichever way for every reason. But more and more we're like seeing all this feminism being like, you know, um, free the period and all these like unsexy quote unquote topics being like, let's talk about shit that we were not able to talk about because of morals. 
But at the same time, um, I'm like, you see the sort of pendulum swing go back to sort of like, you cannot be sexy anymore. Or, you know, like Walmart um, banning Cosmopolitan because it was sexually exploitative. I'm not saying Cosmopolitan is like literary gold or that I need it or that I even buy it. Yeah, but I mean, just be free to do whatever you want. Exactly. Since when do you decide what I get to buy or not buy? And as a 16-year-old girl, Cosmopolitan was fucking helpful. Like, not right now as a 28-year-old, and I don't want to do a quiz to know what kind of fucking (laughs) moves turn him on. Like, I've figured it out over the last, you know, 15 years. But at the same time, like, taking away the, like, choice to buy it or to read it or, you know, to abide by any fucking... Um, consumerism like okay so we can buy rifles but like god forbid cosmopolitan was in walmart like what the fuck yeah seriously what the fuck where are we getting to like i don't i'm just like in some ways i'm really enthusiastic like when we were in london of being like ha quote-unquote involved evolved people where we can talk about whatever with whomever in whichever way and at the same time on the other spectrum of the universe just seeing so much censorship. I can't fucking promote my book on Instagram because it has words about penises in it. There's no pictures. It's funny because, I mean, I had this conversation with my mother, who is a 56-year-old woman, uh, born and raised in Switzerland from a Christian family. So, I mean, but she, she always had the free spirit. And, I mean, yeah, well, she had nothing to do with her family. Um, yeah. But... Um, we had a conversation, and it's, don't you think it's about our generation? Because, I mean, when we talked about sexuality, I have a very open um, talk with my mom about that since I was young. Thanks, God, for that. Thank, Mommy. Yeah. Honestly, <laughs> you know, but really. And, um, I mean, she was explaining me, you know, when I, was a, when I was a teenager, I mean, I had, I mean, I had sex. I had different partners. We didn't care about um, hair or we yes. were, I mean, we had imagination, we had fantasies, I mean, we were yes. creating things, and we were not judging people, I mean, so, okay, I mean, she was six in the, in the, 16, in the 69. Yeah, so she was a kid. So she was a kid, but, I mean... I mean, she told me, like, no, there, there wasn't that censorship in that way. I mean, between people, okay, maybe... She uh, wouldn't talk about it in a social circumstance yeah, like maybe, we do now. Yeah, but, but maybe not in newspapers. Or yeah. in I mean, as you say, but um, between partners, who cares? Yeah, I mean, whereas now, like, I feel... And, and I was talking about this with Kat, whom you'll meet in a different episode, um, about how... I'm hoping, or she was saying, at least she thinks that our kids, or if we choose to have kids, like the generation that comes after us, will have it a little bit easier um, than us. Because our parents had it easy. You had a script. Yeah. And like, that's what you're supposed to do. And if you didn't do it, then you just, you know, kind of do it quietly. And it was fine. And like you said, the judgment was sort of like in between closed doors. And hopefully the generation after us will have way less judgment to deal with. But we... Well, talking about, um, I mean, straight people, because I mean, you know... Well, and hopefully, with, like, yeah. whatever, even poly people or gay people, like, it's becoming... No, I mean, yeah, maybe gay people, um, my mom's or our mom's generation with all them, it, it was, I mean, they had to fight and to, yes. to know, I mean, to where we are now. Oh, so. you mean in the past? Yeah. yeah, totally. In the past, that was way more difficult. I, I was, I thought you meant in the future. Uh, no, no, no. Um, but, um, but, but 
right now, regardless of like your sexual orientation and regardless of your gender identity, um, you still are in between this like weird sort of quote unquote semi-sexual revolution because you can order sex toys online and like you know more about this shit and um, Amy's laughing because she delivered me some sex toys this morning that I couldn't order to my dad's address. <laughs> but, um, but the thing is, is we still fight the script. Yeah. Like we, you know, if you're too traditionalist, you're too traditionalist. If you're too out there, you're too out there. Like you still have the pressure of, yeah. of you should be married by 30 and start having kids before you're 40 and all that shit. And, and if you are like that, oh, Oh, he's so conventional. Yeah. And if you're not like that, oh my God, what a slut. Or, or yeah. like, oh, he's a bachelor. That's fine. And it's just like, when is it? What, yeah. What's the space where you're fine and no one fucking says a thing about you? Like, <laughs> just shut the fuck up with all the judgment on all the sides. Like, I agree with that. Yeah. I'm, I'm like, it's, it's as if I sat there, you know, one of our friends, um, she has had maybe like six sexual partners in her whole life. And I'm not sitting there going, can you imagine, like, choosing to sleep with only six people? I mean, it shocks me because I would like to see more of them in my personality. But I understand that she's not like that. And I'm yeah. never, like, pushing her to be more like me because she would just harm herself. Like, she gets attached at the touch of a hand. Like, don't be like me. That's self-sabotage. Yeah, but it's like, it's like I mean, pressure and judgment everywhere. I mean, I remember, I mean, our first times. Yes! The question that pops up all the time, like, oh, when How was old it? Were How you? old were you? And what are you supposed to answer? If you say, uh, I was 14. Oh, that's, that's very young. For 30 years ago. <laughs> yeah. And if you're... I mean, 19, what a prude. Remember our friend, yeah, like, yeah. you know, she was struggling. She was 22 or 23 yeah. and she was a virgin still. And she's like, oh my God, the pressure. She's I like, now I've waited it. too long. Who yeah. the fuck am I supposed to lose well, it to? Come on. It's just, there's no right, like, there's no judgment-free way to do it. And it's just, honestly, I'm, I'm like saddened for it. I'm happy that I live in this generation because I got to travel and I got to do all the crazy shit that I'm doing because I am a millennial. But at the same time, the, the assumptions around the fact that our lives are easy and that like, just look at technology. It's fantastic. Like we're here talking yeah. to you thanks to this fucking magical thing on my table <laughs> called an iPhone. But um, at the same time, Generations before us didn't have social media ready to fuck up your relationship at every minute, regardless of whether you are doing something wrong or not. Like, oh, he liked some naked girl's photo on Instagram and I can see what he likes. And so does that mean that he's cheating? Or have you deleted Tinder is now like the question of how committed your relationship <laughs> is. And, you know, I'm just like, there are so many ways to avoid actually having a conversation about human interaction yeah. and just you know, running with assumptions and assuming things about others and like going through people's phones. I mean, we've all done it. Hello. Hello. Um, we've all had to do it or not had to do it depending on, you know, what you found in there, but you're always going to find something. It's like rummaging through someone's brain. Yeah. Like I don't want anyone. I mean, hello, read the book. You'll be my brain. But <laughs> it's in the past. But like if someone was in my brain constantly, I'd be like, yeah, it's a fucked up place, dude. Don't be there. And it's the same thing with my phone. Yeah. And now, like, our entire identity is based on what you have in your phone or what you portray through your phone or, like, how 
you present yourself, whereas that most of the time has nothing to do with who you actually are. I know. And so that, that's why I'm so conflicted, and that's why I don't know why I didn't say to the guy, hey, by the way, you're lucky number 100, high five. Because that would have been the honest thing to do for me regard, regarding my project and my book and like things I want to stand for. But I'm not going to sit here and lie to you and be like, yeah, I totally like stand up for my actions. I'm like, no, I'm like totally ashamed. Like when he looked me in the eye and he was like, so what about you? I was like, ha, ah, ah, I'm not going to, I, I'm not going to say anything. I'm just going to run away over there and maybe like, you know, give you a blowjob. So you stop asking me questions. <laughs> but I don't know. It's just, the fuck are you supposed to do? I would love to know what you guys think. Yes, by the way, find me on Twitter at Christine Wild underscore. Wild as in like running wild, not as in Oscar, although that would have been nice. But yeah, so Christine Wild, no E underscore. Um, and let us know, like, is this something that you guys deal with on a daily basis? Did you find a coping mechanism that you could share with us to make sure. our lives easier? <laughs> or like, do you just stop talking to people that are quote unquote your friends or like my friend's friends that I want to say like they're stuck in the past, but that's again, judgment and yeah. I don't want to judge people. So it's oh, such a loaded question. So yeah, and also get to us with your numbers if you feel like sharing. Let's all feel better. Whether like and ugh, I hate this because I, I'm not like, yay, the more people you've slept with the better. Because if you are asexual, like I fucking feel for you. The world is such a sexual place. Everything is sexualized, and you probably have way more social pressure than I do in my slut life. Um, so that's bad too, like in terms of society. But um But I think, like, opening up the conversations and, like you said, like, sharing yeah. with strangers or people that you know, it can only make you feel better. Like, if you have across from you someone that you think might be understanding, like, yeah, okay, you might have moments where you, like, get hit in the face by the slammed door <laughs> of, of judgment. Yeah. But you might discover your Amy <laughs> and, yeah. who looks very prim and proper but has secrets of her own, you know, and... and That's sort of what you... I think that's like my coping mechanism anyways. Finding the people that I can say whatever the fuck I want to. And they'll still be like, well, I'm slightly concerned. Or, <laughs> or, you know, sort of like the caring, like, are you being careful? <laughs> kind of comment. But. I think the key is just to find your people. I mean, you always find people that looks like you. Not so, look, but I yeah, mean, that are like that, you. Yeah. 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 So anyway, that was episode one. Talking 100. Um, it was a bit of a rant, yeah. but, um, I mean, that's what podcasts are for, right? <laughs> <laughs> so if you like what you heard, um, get us at running wild with Christine, sex, success, and other slippery rabbit holes. <laughs> and, um, and we'll talk to you soon. The next episode will be about imposter syndrome and feeling like you have to fake it oh, till you make it. Great. Yep. So talk to you guys soon and Good enjoy talking. the rest of your day. Bye. Bye.